We're giving Coach Speak a whole new meaning. This is Coach Speak on 103.1 and 1310 KFKA. Welcome to Coach Speak. We are live from the Denver Coliseum today as it is the grade eight of boys and girls basketball. And obviously, you're going to hear some cheering in the background. And uh, as our first game is just concluding here with about 45 seconds left. And of course, we are brought to you by Buildings by Design. Rent is going through the roof and for many people, Building their own office space, shop, or house is more affordable. That's where Buildings by Design comes in. Get a hold of them at buildingsbydesign.com. Check out some of their great projects they have completed on Facebook. Well, you cannot go to many state Colorado high school events with, uh, without running into our next guest and from BioCat Sports uh, joining me. On the uh, first couple of segments, Jerry Howard, uh, Jerry of uh, BioCat Sports. We're off and running, Jerry. How you doing? Hey, great, Bruce. How are you doing? I'm doing good. I'll tell you what. It's nothing, even walking in at 8.30 in the morning, uh, there's nothing like just seeing the kids come onto the court, uh, the, the next team getting ready as they kind of sit in the end zone and waiting for this for their turn. But this first game's been a blowout, Jerry. Of uh, the Legend girls, boy, can they play! They have some players, and they are all over Horizon. And uh, once again, that southeastern part of the metro area uh, comes through shining. Yeah, no, I can tell you, Coach Darren Pitzner. This is his first year coaching the Legend girls. He's a former college coach. He's got a team loaded with Division Two, Division One talent. They're actually. They're actually one of the favorites to make it uh, to the finals in the Final Four. They're ranked right now in the Packard rankings and our rankings, number three. But um, he's got some talent. I mean, you saw you saw Ava Gabby, one of his point. He has he has four legitimate college point guards, and Ava Gabby went on fire, hitting multiple threes just in a matter of less than thirty seconds and um, pulling away. Um, Dan Doler from Horizon. Has Natalie Thornton, Morgan Eyes, but it was just not enough for them. And so with this first game, I mean, I kind of – I expected this to go this way. I mean, Legend is loaded with talent, and uh, we'll just see. Yeah, absolutely. And let's let's talk about, Jerry, this 6A girls bracket right now. Uh, obviously with uh, Legend uh, defeating Horizon – uh, just a few minutes ago, but uh, how about Cherokee Trail? Have you had a chance to watch these girls live? Oh, yeah. There's, there's a reason why they're the number one seed in the state. They have Demara Allen, they have Delaney Miller, um, they have Carson Chan. I mean, this is another team that's loaded, but they are the most athletic girls in the state. They... They play fast. They play really hard. I love their. Um, I love their coach. This is their year. If they're going to win it. This is the year to win it. They've beaten Granby twice. They've beaten Valor. They've beaten um, Cherry Creek twice. They've beaten all the top teams in the top ten. And so, if they're going to win it, this is their year. But they got to get by Mullen, 
who Mullen actually has a really good, um, they've got a good top three girls. Um, they're coached by Tanya Jones. Tanya, um, this is her second year. You're going to see a lot of new coaches in the, in the Elite Eight, right? We saw Darren Pitzner. Probably the most experienced coach other than Dan Dolar is Jessica Caldwell from um, Valor. All the other girls' coaches are all within the first two years. I mean, uh, Rock Canyon plays a little bit later. They're coached by um, Coach Eric. Um, can't remember Eric uh, Bartimitz, uh last name. But Eric is in his uh, second year, and he's taken – He's gotten his team to lead eight for the first time in school history. So you're going to see a lot of new talent this year, uh, especially on the women's side. Well, up north, of course, the uh, past few years, Mullen, they've been the uh, obstacle for Windsor, you know, to win those state championships. And now Mullen uh, playing 6A should be a great game with them in Cherokee uh, Trail. And then in that same uh, bracket, we have Valor and Rock Canyon, and, Jerry, I can't help but uh, emphasize the fact to our audience, and you already know this, the Continental and Centennial League, the Highlands Ranch area, and yeah. Aurora, they just dominate. Yes, absolutely. They have they have so much talent. Now, what's going to be interesting in this Rock Canyon-Valor game is you have Jessica Caldwell, who, former Division One player, played at Baylor, was a former college coach, is now coaching Valor, won the state title a couple years ago. Her assistant, when they won the state title, is the head coach of Rock Canyon. So, and the Rock Canyon staff knows this Valor team because two of the coaches used to play for Coach Jeff. So the Valor-Rock Canyon game is going to be a very interesting game because it's going to be more, um, you know, you're going to see a lot of things. They know each other really well. Um, it's going to be a great game. It's, um, you know, Valor has three or four Division One players on their team, but they don't have a post presence, but they can shoot it. And as you know, Bruce, when you come into the Coliseum, if you have a shooting team, it's a hard place to shoot. You're either on or you're off. You could even see that at the beginning of the, the legend game uh, yep. with, with Horizon. A lot of wide open threes and just not finding the range. So, yes, different background. And I will say, though, through the years, it seems like the great shooters can always shoot it. That's true. I mean, if you look at so that legend team, four or five of those girls, Katie Lamb, one of the top three-point shooters in the state, she hit a couple. Ava Gavi already mentioned. Um, Maylee Wilhelm, Grace Stanley, their little point guard. All of them can shoot the three. And then, um, and then the other thing is, is with Horizon, you know, I'm Kaylin Schumann. I mean, holy smoke! Who? How many six three players out there can step out of the paint? Boy, and shoot she the did. Three? Yes, you could just see her, and uh, you know, talented girl, and, and uh, not many. Not many uh, 6'3 girls can step out and just knock that down, but she certainly is one of them. Uh, Cherry Creek Regis, Jerry, uh, another interesting matchup. And these two teams know each other very well. Yes, they do. So what's interesting, Bruce, is in the fall, there's a fall league that Grandview hosts, and all of these teams, including 
some 5A teams like Windsor and Roosevelt play. So they all know each other. They play each other weekly. They all know each other on the ins and outs. What's interesting about Cherry Creek is that Cherry Creek's best scorer tore her ACL last week in the Sweet 16. And so she's out. So Tiana Chambers, one of the top point guards in the 2025 class, is out. Last week, Cherry Creek wins a big game against the Arapahoe, which also has Division One talent. And so this game is going to be really good because you have you still have a couple you probably have about four or five Division One players in this Cherry Creek Regis matchup. You have Hannah Belibi, sister of Fran Belibi, obviously went viral with her dunk uh, five or six yes. years ago. But Hannah's just as athletic and she's got more basketball skills, her basketball, her shooting ability, her ball handling skills are much better than her sisters. And then you have Corinne Watts, who is one of the top point guards in the state for Regis. And then they've got some younger big players. Uh, Jane Rump is a 6'2 post player for Regis. And then with Cherry Creek, you've got Ania Chambers, no relation to Tiana. And, um, and Ania is actually um, stepping into that lead point guard spot. And then you have Braylon Barnett, who is their big post player. But this is good. These two teams match up very well. This is going to be an exciting game at 7 o'clock. So. And, Jerry, you just mentioned it. This grade 8 is loaded with not just Division One prospects, D2 prospects. A yeah. lot of these girls that we're going to see on the floor today uh, will be, you know, continuing their career, obviously, at the college level. This is my favorite day. I like this so much more even – then the final four in the championships, you see so many teams, so much talent on the floor, and what's at stake is getting into that final uh, final weekend of play. Yep, hey, Jerry, we're going right. to take a little break. We'll catch you. Let's catch you uh, on the backside of this break, and we'll talk some uh, 6A boys basketball as well as Thunder Ridge and Rock Canyon have now taken the floor for warm-ups. But, uh, hey, want to thank Amco of Fort Collins and Loveland. Uh, with these cold temperatures that we've had, maybe your car needs a little help. Visit our friends at Amco of Fort Collins and Loveland. The best thing about taking it there, they'll get it right the first time. You're not going to have to take your car back in again. So uh, we will be back with Coach Speak after these messages. Nico Medved, Isaiah Stevens, Nick Clifford, the CSU Rams. Will they be dancing in March? Follow along with us on Northern Colorado's Voice, 103.1 and 1310 KFKA. Welcome back to Coach Beach. We are live from the Denver Coliseum. Hey, want to thank Mario and Destiny Gomez. They are the owners of High Desert Irrigation, formerly Alliance Irrigation. They want to save farmers and ranchers' backs across northern Colorado. When you get that rinky sprinkler on your farm, not only do you save the pain from irrigating, you also save up to 60% in water usage. Get plans to get the sprinkler on your farm today by calling 970 353 
16-21. And back with us on the Clear Clearwater Products Hotline, uh, Jerry Howard of BioCat Sports. Uh, Jerry, we're just getting ready to see uh, the Thunder Ridge Grizzlies take on the Rock Canyon Jaguars. And let me tell you, I saw way up too close and personal enough of Thunder Ridge last week as they really put it to our Lampkins. And what a difference a year makes. Uh, Fort Collins was up here last year. Uh, this year, it's the Grizzlies in a dominating uh, somewhat fashion from last week. What do you think of this boys' bracket? Again, that southeast area of the Continental Centennial League and throw Valor into this dominates uh, this bracket. Do we have Jerry? Okay, let's let's just go through the bracket. We're trying to reconnect with Jerry Howard. Uh, right now, uh, Thunder Ridge and Rock Canyon uh, will be taking the floor. Rock Canyon is uh, uh, led by Andrew Crawford, the CU commit. He will be joining Tad Boyle's Buffaloes next year. This kid is a uh, 6'6", top 100 uh, athlete, and it's uh, going to be fun just to watch him uh, throughout the remainder of this uh, of this state play. Uh, Jerry, I was just talking about Andrew uh, Crawford from Thunder Ridge. This kid's, uh, you know, a top 100 player going to see you, but he's just one of several on this Thunder Ridge roster. Yeah, absolutely. This this Rock Canyon Thunder Ridge matchup, um, with the exception of two teams, everybody's from the Continental Centennial League. But Drew Crawford going to go to Colorado. He's he, he's actually the best player in the state. But you have Charlie Spann, who's averaging twenty. I, I want to say twenty eight, twenty nine points a game. Everybody's focused on Crawford, but you got Spann, and then you have Tommy White who's uh, going to go to Point Loma next year. They're big. And so you've got a lot of players here. And like you said, one year makes a huge, huge difference. Now, well, this Rock what, Canyon team, yeah. It's loaded. Jerry, Tommy White stepped out. And, and, and of course, uh, we're having trouble gardens, Span and Crawford. But Tommy White stepped out and, and hit threes against us like he was uh, shooting a free throw. I mean, he's yeah. just a confident young guy, 6'8", uh, span, uh, well-built 6'5", kid. Has not committed, but has several offers uh, on the table. And then, of course, Crawford. Uh, tell me about, though, I want to – I'm really anxious to watch the point guard from Rock Canyon. This kid's special as well. Yeah. I mean, you have Case and Lehman. You've got Matt Carey. These are the leaders on this Rock Canyon team. They're very special. But here's the thing, right? The coach at Rock Canyon, he played at Thunder Ridge. He coached at Thunder Ridge before he took over the program at Rock Canyon. So him and Joe know each other extremely well. They played each other. Rock Canyon came up a little bit short um, in the season. But, you know, or, or I think Thunder Ridge came up short by four points when they played. But this is... This is a great matchup. I mean, this is oh, going to yes. be – the fact that it's at 10 o'clock in the morning is brutal 
because not many people are going to get a chance to see it unless they're watching it on uh, live. But I'll, I'll tell you, this is this is a great game. But it's not just this game. Fruit of Monument, Eagle Crest. Fruit of Monument, undefeated, 25-0, and coming in. Coach Mike Wells. Now, not a lot of people know about Coach Mike Wells. He's got at least 15-plus years coaching on the girls' side. He took some time off. The position came open. He took that position this year, and he's done an incredible job. Now, they beat they beat Broomfield last week. They beat Highlands Ranch last week. But that's just a test. This Eagle Crest team, LaDavian King, Garrett Barger, Gavin Gallegos, they're going to cause a lot of problems because Fruita hasn't seen this size or this athleticism all year. And yeah, that's good where... point, Jerry. You know, I, I was just going to bring that up. Uh, uh, Fruita, I was a little surprised they actually uh, got by last weekend, but give them credit uh, being undefeated. But they have not played the schedule. This is going to be a major test. If they can get by Eagle Crest, that proves to them that, you know, they can play with anybody in the state. But Eagle Crest, always very athletic, nice-sized team, and uh, this is going to be by far the biggest test Fruta has seen this year. Yeah, I was going to say Eagle Crest actually won the Centennial League in the regular season, and then they lost. Uh, they, they lost in the semifinals uh, to, I believe, Overland and Smoky Hill, who's uh, the number seven or eight seed. That's crazy. I mean, I just, I mean, Eagle Crest is the seven seed. Smoky Hill is the eight seed. They won the Centennial League, which is, in my opinion, them and the Continental League are the two best leagues in the state with all the talent and stuff. Both and boys so, and girls. And they're the seventh and eighth seed. I mean, you got to be kidding me. There's, I mean, I did a show um, a week ago on our Hoops Tracker website talking about the RPI seeding, trying to explain it to everybody because a lot of people aren't familiar with how the seeding works, the equations, how they use the Chassa RPI, which is a very basic equation, and then they combine it with max prep. Um, and so, you know, it's, it doesn't give a fair representation where if you look at the hoops tracker rankings, I mean, we've got everybody lined up and, and ready to roll. I mean, you've got the top eight teams in the state. They're just not in the right slots. Not in um, the right order, sure. Yeah, exactly. But this And I would agree game, with you on that. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, one thing um, I like about this Rock Canyon team is how fast they run the ball. At both teams, smothering defense, but it's going to be a low-scoring game. This is going to be a possession game, and it, you're not going to see a lot of running just because they know so much about each other, and it's going to see who executes. That's the, that's going to be the key to this game. Who can execute their plays and get that, um, uh, you know, and, and, and get the W. I mean, this is a huge game. This is, this is potentially a Final Four matchup in the Elite Eight. So, oh, I, I absolutely, absolutely. Uh, Jerry, let's go down one of the, another athletic team uh, out of Aurora, Smoky Hill, and, of course, Mountain Vista. They can shake hands uh, with all the kids across the neighborhood of, of Thunder Ridge because they're so close to each other. But this yep. is going to be another terrific matchup. It is. You have 
on Mountain Vista, you have Cal Baskin, 19 points a game. You've got Hayes at 12 points a game. There's a sophomore with the last name of Junker, 12 points a game. He's actually their best player for Mountain Vista. This kid is a D1 prospect, top five, uh, you know, a big five conference type player. And then what's going to be interesting is the Smoky Hill team, I think is the most athletic team in the state with Carter Basquez, Kalen Graham, Kevin Siwa. Their top seven or eight can be in the – can be in the dunk show. I mean, they, well, these guys what, Jerry, can fly. <laughs> if this was a vertical jump uh, tournament, there would be no one competing with Smoky Hill. That's right. That's right. But 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 as you mentioned, all of these kids know each other, right? Because they all play club ball. They all play in the same fall leagues. They all they see each other, just like just like on the girls' side, on the boys' side. They have a fall league on that C-470 corridor, and all of the top teams play in it. And these guys know each other inside and out, and this is going to be another game. Now, Smoky Hill likes to run, and they're going to try to run. When you talk to Coach Anthony Harden, they are going to try to push the ball. Mountain Vista, what they need to do is slow it down and bring it to a half-court game to get Smoky Hill to execute. That's going to be key. So it's it's going Absolutely. to be a fun game. Uh, Coach Wood from uh, Mountain Vista teams are probably a little more uh, play oriented, uh, not always run up and down the floor, uh, but th- but they can do that. They can hit that long rebound and uh, beat you down the floor as well. But the athleticism com- uh, on the floor in this game is going to be off the charts. Yeah, this is going to be a fun game to watch, and um, I, I really like I really like these matchups today. You know, the next game, this Valor Chaparral game is the last game we'll talk about. Chaparral, Gavin Carter, one of the top ten players in the state, twenty-two points a game. Christian Williams, a freshman, sixteen points a game, and his brother is Luke Williams, a big six-nine, six-ten kid. This Chaparral team is loaded. Now, Luke Williams was playing at Elizabeth last year and transferred and moved into Chaparral. Now, this Valor team, what I love about these guys is they're two-point guards, Cole Scher and Eli Kim. Cole Scher, 22 points a game, one of the top players in the state, but who's come on the scene this year is senior Eli Kim. I saw them earlier this year for Regis. They could not stop him. His ball skills, the shooting skills, driving, everybody was focused on Cole. But as the season's gone on, he's still been a major contributor. And then Brady Weinig at nine points a game. Now, Bauer has a new coach this year, and he's from IMG well, Academy. Bauer's pretty good at bringing a lot of new coaches in every so often, aren't they, Jerry? Yeah, they, yeah, they, they bring him in, and they, I think they found the right fit. He is uh, – He's an IMG. He's a former. He's an IMG Academy coach. He's a former college coach. Um, he's got these guys playing. I mean, if you look at them and they don't pass the eyeball test, right? I mean, if you were to look at them and look at Smoky Hill, you're going to be like, no problem. However, they've given Smoky Hill a lot of problems in the regular season. 
So it's going to be fun to watch these two guys go against each other. Yes, and Nate Ronert's Chaparral team, uh, they run good action, uh, and their players are uh, top-notch. This is going to be a great, uh, great eight today. This is, uh, for those in our listening audience, not too late. Just drive down to Denver Coliseum. Stay here till 10 o'clock or later tonight. Yeah, uh, I'm anticipating that last game doesn't start until after 9 o'clock. They're already behind a little bit on this first boys game. But what, right. what great action, Jerry. Oh, this is, if you're a basketball fan, you want to be at the Coliseum, not just today, but tomorrow you've got Roosevelt, Windsor from the north coming down to play in the 5A. You've got, um, you've got a lot of top teams. And then not only that, but on Saturday you've got Riverdale Ridge, Holy Family. You've got all of these top 4A teams this weekend. You're going to see 24 games. It's going to be phenomenal. This is the weekend to come down to the Coliseum. Absolutely. Uh, Jerry, we're going to have the game uh, Windsor-Lewis-Palmer on the air tomorrow right here on Northern Colorado's Voice, KFKA 1310 and 103.1. But, uh, hey, Jerry, thanks so much. Uh, do, do you have a favorite in 5A uh, that you've noticed uh, we're not going to be able to cover that bracket, but uh, what, what do you see in that 5A bracket? For the girls, I see Air Academy and Roosevelt meeting in the championship. Yeah, There's a couple too. other teams like Mead and Windsor. I mean, Mead had a scare last week um, and shouldn't be here, but they were able. Their, uh, Darby Haley was able to come through for them. But one of the things, Bruce, is um, on my Hoops Tracker show this week, we did a breakdown of all the 6A Elite Eight matchups for boys and girls, 5A and 4A. So if your fans want to go to hoopstracker.net, they'll be able to listen to all the previews, and we break it down with high school coaches. So um, it, that, that 5A matchup tomorrow, um, you know, I think, I think Roosevelt's going to be a little too much for um, who they're playing. But but the two top teams is really Roosevelt and Air Academy as long as – but if somebody gets hot – I mean, as you know this, Bruce, when teams come to the Coliseum, there's always a new star born. There's somebody who gets hot for a team. Last year it was, it was a little point guard out of Denver East who caught fire with some threes, and, and that's how they were able to beat Fossil Ridge. Um, that's exactly right. And, and it, of course, once – you know, sometimes being that favorite going in, you get uh, behind a little early. All of a sudden, the muscles get a little tense. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's exactly right. So this is going to be a fun weekend of basketball, Bruce. Um, love it. Really enjoy uh, your show. And um, thanks, man. This has been great. And again, hoopstracker.net, correct? Yep, that's it. You go to hoopstracker.net, you'll see all, all the things you need to see. Great information. Uh, encourage everybody to take a look. Jerry, thank, and it's, by the way, it's 13 to 11, Rock Canyon early with 119 left here in the quarter. Jerry, thanks so much for joining us today. And uh, look forward to, you know, taking a look at all your stuff. All right, take care, man. 
That is Jerry Howard of BioCat Sports. Boy, he is loaded with information. Hey, if you've been injured on the job but not serious enough for surgery, visit our friends at Proactive Physical Therapy. They will make that pain go away. Offices in both Eaton and Greeley. Visit them online as well at ProactiveColorado.com. One hundred three point one and thirteen ten KFKA. Stay up to speed with the Rams with the Isaiah Stevens Show on Northern Colorado's Voice. One hundred three point one and thirteen ten KFKA. Welcome back to Coach Speak, and hey, let's thank Gould Parts out in Eaton, Colorado deal with their local team to get the parts for whatever job comes your way. And speaking of an Eaton, Colorado, we have the head boys coach with us on the Clearwater Products hotline, uh, Tanner Irvin. Coach Irvin, how you doing today, man? I'm doing really well. How you doing, coach? Well, I'll tell you what, it's 2118 Rock Canyon right now here down okay. at the uh, Denver Coliseum. Uh, these two teams know each other like a glove. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's probably uh, six college players on the floor right now. <laughs> That's really cool. That's really it cool is, you went down there. And uh, uh, yeah, it, it's a lot of fun. But, uh, hey, Tanner, I want to talk about uh, – well, well, first, let's talk about your first season. How, you know, there's nothing like being a head coach in that first season – you're going to meet, remember so many things. And by the way, congratulations because you had a really good year uh, with your guys. But uh, what's it like being a, a head coach now? Yeah, well, I really appreciate that, Coach. Uh, it was honestly everything that I could have dreamed of in the first year with just the players that we had, the parents that were in the program, um, the seniors that we had, the three seniors and Peyton, Lucas, and Mitch. It was. It was definitely something that I'll never forget. I mean, I always remember that first team and just kind of the emotions that came with it the whole year. And you do. You, you always will remember that first team. Uh, hey, Tanner, 4A basketball, man, it's, you know, like the other classifications, it's really competitive this year. Mm-hmm. And I, I want to go over, you know, some of the teams that you have some familiarity with that are mm-hmm. in that bracket. Uh, you, you know, your neighbor, Severance, they got beat last week by uh, DSST uh, Green Valley, but yep. they're playing uh, Saturday. The 4A is Saturday for our listening mm-hmm. audience. Uh, they play Kent Denver, uh, who actually ended up with the number one seed. Don't know right. if that's always a good thing to have the number one seed. <laughs> But, uh, you know, Kent Denver, I know you played them early in the year. Really strong team. Uh, Mm -hmm. What can you tell us about this possible matchup? Yeah, um, obviously, like you said, we played Kent Denver earlier in the year, and they got us pretty good. I mean, they're a really good team. They're super athletic. Uh, I know their coach, he likes to to get up and down the floor, get get up and down the floor a lot, and so they, they like to turn people over and, they're just – they're a really tough team to beat because my biggest thing is it's hard to emulate what they want to do. And so it's hard to practice their traps and their full-court um, pressure and all that. So 
Yeah, Kent Denver is a really good team. And then obviously um, Green Valley Ranch is a really good team. I mean, to go to Severance, obviously we both know how good of a program and how good of a coach Stalls is. And right. To go to Severance and get that win, that's a really that's a really nice win and showed a lot there. So I think that should be a good matchup. Uh, does Kent have size, Tanner? Kent does have some size, yeah. It's it's not like uh, like a big, like, say, Barker from Reds, like a 6'10 size, but they're just all about around 6'3", 6'4", and then they get up in the 6'5", 6'6", as well. Right. And and then of talking about size, uh, Lutheran plays Riverdale Ridge. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm guessing I haven't seen either one of these teams live this year, but uh, – Riverdale Ridge, fairly athletic, I'm guessing. Yeah, yeah. So I actually, I haven't seen Riverdale live. I have seen Lutheran when they were over in Greeley at university. And they are, man, I, it's, there's a lot of good teams up there, but Lutheran is definitely one that is got to be one of, like, probably the favorite, I guess I would say. But there's so many good teams, so it's kind of hard. But Lutheran is a very good team when you talk about their size and then to add in a point guard like they have, who's a senior and averages around 25, and they're pretty. They're going to be a pretty tough out, I think. And then, of course, resurrection and uh, DSS team Montview. Uh, yep. You and I know Coach Todd Williams, and mm-hmm. uh, you know he says this Montview team's pretty good, but right now in this bracket, I'm not sure they stack up to resurrection. Yeah, they're kind of the way I look at that game is they, they do like to pressure and get a lot of turnovers and get up and down the floor. But obviously with Ty and Kate over there at Rez, it's, it's kind of hard to pressure them. It's kind of hard to speed them up. So I think kind of just the different styles of play kind of benefits Rez there. I think they'll be able to slow them down and not turn the ball over you know, as much. But Montgomery's you know, a great so, team. Yeah, so looking forward. Look, I'm kind of looking forward to that final four uh, mm-hmm. with a matchup probably of Resurrection and either Lutheran or Riverdale. I don't know who right. to pick between that one, but that should be a, a great game. So oh, yeah, uh, I agree. Uh, the other game that we could talk about, I do not know anything other than the coaching of Colorado Academy, Coach Steve Hyatt, and he mm-hmm, takes on uh, Pomo- Pagosa Springs, who uh, beat last year's defending state champions, uh, Holy Family. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Do you know anything about either one of these teams? You know, I've watched uh, I've watched some film of Colorado Academy this year. I haven't really been to a game and seen them live in their gym, but I have watched some film. And to me, it kind of, they're kind of the same build as a lot of these other teams. You know, they got really good size, a really good point guard. Obviously, you mentioned Coach Hyatt. He's an awesome coach. He's been there for a long time, and and a great so, guy. He's he's, he's a great one person. Of the, he's Absolutely. one of the guys that you can say, man, he can coach, but. Uh, he is such a good guy. It's uh, mm-hmm. I've competed against him way back when he was a Bear Creek and I was a right. Green Mountain and have nothing but respect for him. Well, right now it's yeah. 24-22, Tanner. A low-scoring game here at the Coliseum with a minute 28 left in the half. These two teams, they are physical. They, it's their, <laughs> they are grinding it out, no doubt about that. Well, well, Tanner, really cool. talk about your before I let you go. Want to hear about your young guys and you know how excited you are uh, to be building this program at Eden. Yeah, so um, like you said, we do have a lot of young guys, and we only lost three seniors, and then we only had a handful of juniors in the program as a whole after that. So 
we have a lot of freshmen, um, freshmen and sophomores. That we had two full-time freshmen on varsity this year, and then about we started two sophomores, and then had a couple more, had three more off the bench. So yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be really cool to just to have everyone back and kind of in the second year when everything settles down a little bit. I know them a little bit more, and they know me a little bit more. So I'm really looking forward to it. You know, and last year I know you got the job late and weren't able to you know, do things with uh, your guys in spring or summer. That's something you have to be looking forward to as well, actually having your team with you in June when uh, high Mm -hmm. school basketball teams reconvene and play a lot of hoops. Right, yeah. Like, as we know, as we both know, June is a really important month. And putting the work in in June, usually the teams who put more work in then have better success during the year. So I think it's really important just to – as a culture, I think it's fun to have the kind of those summer league games and hang out with your friends and the tournaments and stuff. And then obviously X's and O's wise. So I think it's important exactly. for us to kind of run some more offense and get, kind of get used to more of the things that we want to do this year. And, and Tanner, this is the time of year that as head coaches in high school, we'll get inundated with uh, places wanting us to come to their team camps. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's so, true. Very I always true. I always email back and say, "Can we just finish the season first? You know, right. just <laughs> yeah. finish the season first. But uh, what, exactly. what's your anticipation of summer? Uh, uh, do you guys will you will you travel? Stay mostly around uh, Colorado and attending camps? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, we'll we'll stay a couple. There's a uh, three or four local tournaments that we'll want to be in, and then we'll have a league that is on Tuesday nights. I'm still honestly figuring out all of it, but right now that's kind of what it's looking like. So about three to four tournaments and then um, a couple games every Tuesday. And last thing I have to throw out there, how about our nuggets over your Lakers consistently right now? (laughs) Hey, I saw the Lakers have a pretty sweet comeback last night, so I'm still riding that high. (laughs) Uh, Tanner Irvin. One of my favorite all-time players, obviously, now the head coach of the Eaton Reds. Hey, Tanner, thanks for jumping on today. Uh, I know you got to get back to work, but we'll be catching each other down the road. Sounds good. Thank you so much, Coach. All have right. A great day. Tanner Irvin of the Eaton Reds. Yes, I always have to tease him a little bit because uh, as a player, he always loved the Lakers. Can't imagine that, but uh, uh, he's doing such a great job. Off to a terrific start out at uh, Eaton High School. Hey, I want to thank CRP 4x4. Uh, If you need some parts for your truck, nobody has the best best parts and accessories. Uh, Top quality parts. Visit our friends at CRP 4x4. They will take care of whatever needs you need for that truck. Visit them online at CRP4x4.com. We're going to take a short break, and we will be back to wrap up Coach Speak from the Denver Coliseum. Northern Colorado's voice, 103.1 and 1310 KFKA. Can the Bears win the Big Sky Tournament in March? Find out if UNC has what it takes to go dancing on Northern Colorado's Voice. 103.1 and 1310 KFKA. Thanks for joining us today on Coach Speak. 
Hey, want to thank Jerry Howard of Biocat Sports and, of course, Tanner Urban of the Eaton Reds. Uh, tomorrow, join us, and we're going to have the commissioner, Mike Kruger, on uh, right off the bat tomorrow morning. 